this is Possibility, Positivity, and Perspective with CC&G. Here we are. All right. On to episode three. So what did we do last week or last episode? Uh, getting comfortable, being uncomfortable. We talked about how Americans love to small talk about the weather, which I will forever always do to you going forward because I know that you hate it so much. What, I'm what building up. And then hold on. I'm building up tolerance. You know, you every time it. you every time you bring it up, I'm building up tolerance for it. <laughs> All right. That's good. You're getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Just so you know, it's like very hot in Detroit today. It's like 92, but sunny. Good day to get like get the sweat out, get the toxins out. If anybody's had a had a long weekend of uh shenanigans, today would be the day to just sit out and uh sweat all that out. Very hot right. and sunny. Yeah. And yeah. now that we got the weather out the way, what are we talking about today? Yeah. So uh episode three, perseverance, right? What it takes to persevere and uh, where to keep our focus, uh, where to keep our energy at, and uh, you know what what to look out for. And how do we get to this episode topic? Yeah, you know me, big brain, interested in everything. Yeah. So during the course of the last week, I I picked up a a tweet that came into my thread. Uh, just mm-hmm. uh, not somebody I follow, not somebody I actually even knew existed. Mm-hmm. Just came up in my feed. And uh, yeah, it was a, a tweet. I uh, actually I need to find it again now. Very I funny. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was very funny, but you know, also very fucking sad. <laughs> Ashley, Ashley Nicole Black, right? Ashley Nicole Black, and uh, she was saying, "It's always why aren't you married yet?" And never, I have an older friend on the verge of death. I'd like to introduce you to. And it's funny when you uh. When you sent that to me, I was like, huh, that, you know, that's, that's funny. You know, that's a, a, a funny thing, but then, uh, yeah, when you break it down, it's kind of, um, uh, it's kind of, kind of sad, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And it got me to thinking about how so many people that we are around or surround ourselves with, they, mm-hmm. they, they're not really positive. They're, they're not really affirming. They're, they're always looking for, for what's wrong in their eyes. And in, instead of celebrating, you know, all the good, it could have easily been like, instead of why aren't you married yet, it could have easily been, well, look at you, you badass woman, you. Thing. Yeah. Independent. All of the things, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, instead, you know, it, it's somebody that's like coming from their, their own like way of thinking and their own measure of what it means to be successful yeah. and projecting and projecting that onto you as, as if, you know, if you don't have these things or you're not doing these things that there, there's like something wrong with you. Well, why do you think people, I mean, I, I feel like we all do it to some degree. Right. But why do you think we do that? Like why, why? I mean, obviously others, some more than others, but I mean, I, I'm not innocent. I'm, I know for sure I I probably look at negative attributes of people and not not the positive. Is it something within ourselves that we're not happy with? Is it, uh, you know, why? I, I think that there, there's two things to, to consider here. The, the first is that our brains are wired to look for what's wrong. We're four to six times more likely to identify a threat than we are yeah. to identify an opportunity. So, you know, when we look around, 
we're not just looking at the the threats to us, but we project those threats mm-hmm. or, or what we assume to be a threat onto other people around us. Mm-hmm. And, and so. that that that's why one of the reasons why I, I think we focus on on the negative with people. So it's a human condition. And the, the other thing is, and um, there's a uh, an author by the name of Byron Casey who does or suggests this concept of there there's three types of business your business other people's business and god's business mm-hmm. and and now you you've done it a little bit now see because now i'm going to talk about the weather for a minute yeah yeah you know god's business is like you, you can look outside and say oh it's you know really fucking warm outside i wish it was cooler right right you're putting energy into something you can't control and that's god's business the weather is god's business instead right. of you know accepting it we try and insert ourselves into business that's not ours and we do the same with other people like that tweet somebody saying like why aren't you married yet that's inserting yourself into somebody else's business and sure. it's just putting negative energy out there yeah. just trying to con- trying to control things that you can't really control and where we should be putting our attention and our energy is into our business of things that we can control. Because at the end of the day, n- nobody can do our work for us. Right. We got to do it ourselves. No, I wish. Gotta, I wish. I wish uh, I could uh, just somebody like go into my body for for a day and just do all the things I don't want to do. That would be awesome. It would. Uh, it would, would absolutely. Because I mean, you, know. you you had a bit of a stressful time especially the last couple of weeks what's been going on with you oh man it's uh yeah stress stress is is an understatement um you know my company has made a big change into a corporate environment partnering with a big company and um a lot has changed you know what i was in my little safe little bubble doing is now magnified a hundred times right and it's stressful because now there are things that are there are a lot more things that are out of my control there's still things that are in my control um, but the things that are out of my control, it's very hard to not focus on that and wish there was a way I could somehow control it. You know, it's it's probably been a, professionally probably the most stressful time of my life and in my professional career because now I've got this 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 big girl job and uh, there's parts of me that uh, wonders if if I'm good enough, if I can if I can handle it, if I can do it. I think I can. And I'm gonna fight fight like hell trying, but uh, yeah, it's. It's been a lot. It's been a big undertaking for me because, you know, I have all these people that uh, rely on me and depend on me, you know, worry about their jobs, worry about their pay, worry worry about their roles and what this means for them. And I carry that load for all of them. And it's not something I didn't do before, but now not having ever as much autonomy and control and and how things are operate, it's scary and very stressful. I'm, I'm like kind of shaking just even thinking about it and talking about it out loud. So yeah, you need a minute? Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, ma'am. That's uh, yeah. Let's keep this moving. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all good. So you know, for me as well, you know, over the last couple of weeks, months, working on this partnership, and and you know, I can I can see the the, the difference that it's made for for you. Yeah. it's a lot to take on even for me personally i want to say the last 12 months have been just a a dump of stressful shit yeah no doubt 
you know, there comes a point where you're going to, you have to go like, how am I going to get through this? What am I going to do? You know, where do I draw my support from? And if you have people around you that are going, why aren't you not married yet? That's not really helpful. Right. It's not. Yeah. You got to, you got to surround yourself with people that are supportive to you and, you know, not going to point out all the flaws and the negative attributes, but support you in, in the positive ones that uh, hope will give you that motivation to, to keep going and overcome and, and get stronger and, and do the damn things, you know? Yeah. I mean, even if it's just a safe space. So, yeah, so I, I saw that tweet and it got me on the, on this line of thinking. And, you know, then it was just like this rabbit hole that I, I tend to go down when this shit happens. And it got, got me to thinking there's this awesome website. I, I love this website. It's been around forever. Uh, it's called despair.com. Uh, it's just a satirical view on, on motivation. Uh, you know, people should check it out. I, I think it's awesome. And why they take the satirical view is because their perspective is that motivation is not something that you can give to somebody. Mo- motivation is something that's got to come from inside of you. Yeah. You've got to find your fire. Yeah. I just tweeted that the other day, actually. Find your fire. It's true. You got to have that spark. I mean, you can you can get inspired, right? And you can get that confidence, but you got to do the work, you know? Yeah. So, so you know, this idea that all of these motivational posters and, and, and stuff like that makes a difference. That's where despair.com takes it. And, and they just take the piss out of the traditional motivational posters that you often see in, in companies on, on, on their walls and stuff like that. Yeah. And that going to, to thinking, you know, like people, nobody can motivate you. Like I said, you've got to find your fire. You've got to chase it. You tweeted right. about it. I've got it tattooed on my forearm. All right, find your fire and chase it. Yeah. But you need to look for the people who can feed that fire along the way and not project their own shit onto you. Yeah. And their own way funny. of thinking. I think we unconsciously have people in our lives like that, that we might consider friends or what have you. And you take a step back at some of those people, and you're like, oh my God, just realize they're not really, they're, they're not really supportive. They really don't have much nice to say. They're, you know, you, you start to take a step back and you can kind of realize who your, who your people really are. And it's easy to, to not even realize that outright. Yeah. It takes because a lot of assessing human condition, right? Like you're right. saying, we, we sometimes do it ourselves. So we, we don't really see anything wrong with that because it's just second nature, that perception of threat that's out there. Absolutely. See, you run uh, CC Supports You on, on Twitter mm-hmm. and you, you try and, you know, you take a different view, very much focused on positivity uh, mm-hmm. on the account. I mean, like, why did you start that Twitter account? Like, what do, what do you want to do with it? Well, you know, I initially uh, started it just because I just saw so many like bad posts, you know, negative posts and the doom scrolling, as they say, where you just constantly people are just feeding off of negative things. And and I thought people aren't going to get off of social media, right? No matter how bad it is. But if I could put some positivity out there, that it would help kind of take away from the, the negative stuff that you see on there, the negative, negative people, the bad news, the, the, the trolling. 
Um, and that's how it started. And then it sort of evolved to something bigger, uh, really bigger than me. It started being really reaching and resonating with people that uh, are going, we're going through some stuff still, you know, to this day and really motivating them or changing some ways of their ways of thinking, inspiring them, I should say, to make some changes in their life or to just know that how they feel is valid. You know, all, not all my posts are necessarily positive, let's just say. Some of them just simply will tell you like, it's okay to not be okay, right? Or it's, you know, your feelings are valid. So it's just really been a, a sounding board for people to recognize and understand that uh, what they're what they're going through is it's okay. You know, um, and I think it does. It does help inspire. I think it gives people hope in life. I think it gives people different um, viewpoints of things. And then I also post my own shit, so they know that. Listen, even just because I'm posting this stuff doesn't mean I don't have sad days, down days, stressful days. You know. And then I carried it over into my other social media accounts, uh, my Facebook, my Instagram, and that's. A whole different audience, um, my friends, my family, coworkers, ex coworkers, and with the sim- very same responses that I would get on Twitter. But it's just it's just gotten bigger than me, you know. And I think it's something that people need right now. Um, I mean, the world is the world is is burning literally, right? And uh, I think it's something that is refreshing, you know, and gives people uh, I don't know just something to work look forward to and uh and find ways to better themselves sorry that was a bit of a rant ask the question you answered it so good you know what one of the things that i really love about your your twitter account is that it gives people something that they can resonate with yeah Uh, like you say it's it's not always inspirational it's not always meant to be inspirational it's real it's it's a space where you know people can go and and recognize that they're not alone in what they're going through uh, and understand that n- nobody's got their shit together nobody's got their shit together no and and sometimes it's just enough to know that you're not alone in the world or that you are enough <laughs> you know that's that's one of one of the posts i put out there and i think it's it does it does i mean not all of them hit the same but some of them you know really hit people I, you know thank you i needed that today so it's it's definitely growing and evolving to something i feel it is it is almost bigger than me definitely it, it's it's a great account to connect with and that the other thing that i really love about your your twitter account is that it's a safe space yeah you know? Uh, and it, there's no judgment there. You know, if we go back to the tweet, nobody's going to go to your account and and find the question, "Well, why aren't you married yet?" It's right. that non, it's that non-judgment that just makes all the difference in the world for people. Yeah. I gotta be honest. I'm actually surprised I have not gotten trolled yet. It, you know, just it, by nature of social media, it. I don't know. I guess I'm lucky, or I don't know. But it's it's. I haven't been trolled yet, and it's it stayed pretty pretty clean and pretty good in a safe like it is safe space for people. And I always want it to be a safe space, and that's why I kind of keep it general too. You know, I don't get into politics, really religion. I mean, some things obviously the Roe v. Wade's like I'm going to speak up about that, but uh, I try to keep it for lack of a better word, uh, generic, I guess is the mm-hmm. best way just because I want it to reach as many people as possible, but I also, it, it needs to be a safe space. It doesn't need to be a space of uh, controversy or, or any type of, you know, I want people to go to my page and just see positive stuff 
or funny stuff, you know, just stuff to make you smile. Right. Because like you're saying, there's not enough of that in the world. There's there's a whole, you know, load of negativity out there. There's a whole lot of judgment. There's a whole lot of projecting, you know, mm-hmm. from people. There are issues onto your life. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that that is, a you know, a thought that we could take in all kinds of directions. But, Absolutely. you know. Just you know, move it along, move it along. Yeah, 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 for sure. And for sure. there, there used to be a publication here in in South Africa called "Essay the Good News," and it was a drive to tell good, positive stories. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, unfortunately, it sort of faded into obscurity because positive doesn't sell. Right. Sensation, sensation sells. Judgment sells. You know, negativity sells. So mm-hmm. you know, a beautiful concept, but doesn't have the reach that it, that it should have purely because you know people are like i said four to six times more likely to look for the negative and to focus yeah. on the negative so there aren't that many good safe spaces out there so at, you know at the very least if you find one you should protect it preserve it and and keep you know keep it safe keep connected to it also you know the people that you hang around with absolutely but that being said see the people you hang around with, the the positivity that you connect with, the safe spaces that you're fortunate to have available to you, they don't take away from the fact that you still have to do the work. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you that's one thing too. Um, you know, when anytime we would we would hire agents, right? So I hire people uh at sales, sales roles, right? And I would do the training and I would go through I'm like, look, I'm gonna give you all the tools. I'm gonna give you all the tools that you need to be successful and, and sell, but you've got to do the work. Like I can't do it for you. I can't motivate you, right? You have to motivate yourself. You have to see it. You want it. I'll give you all the tools. I'll give you all the resources, but you have to be able to, you have to put in the work. There's nobody else can do that, but you. And I think that's, you know, just kind of along the lines of what you're saying, like you have to motivate yourself. You know, you have to get out of bed. You have to decide you're going to make those changes in your life, whatever they may be. What the safe spaces and the, the positive messages and stuff or whatever that might be. I mean, I think it's find the people that inspire you. Find the people that are your people, the good people that believe in you. You know, my my pinned tweet says something along the line of like, I want to be your biggest fan. Uh, your greatest supporter and your biggest cheerleader, fan, supporter, cheerleader. Like I'm here to like root you on, right? You fucking got this. Let's go. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta run the race, right? I just, I, I'm just a fan in the stands, right? Just supporting you. So it's, uh, it's important to know that. I do think a lot of times people get that mixed up a little bit, but you gotta have to do the work. People, you know, can't do it for you. you gotta find that inspo. Yeah, and. You know, a couple of things just on that. The the the, the first is, I think in the last episode we, we mentioned this a little bit. You got to find something that matters so much to you that you're willing to do the hard yards, put in the work. Yeah. Because what you're aiming for is that important to you. Secondly, is don't don't pass your shit on. The, the, there's there's nobody that can live your life for you. And no, and I wish even sometimes somebody could, man. I just wish sometimes. <laughs> I, I got to be here present Monday, but I don't want to be like, can somebody just do that for me? That'd be yeah. Great. If I look back on the last 12 months, if I could delegate that. Right. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. But it's not how it works. And, and yeah. if I think about it, despite the challenges, and, and there have been a lot of challenges, 
Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to give up my autonomy. I wouldn't want to give up the the control of my life to anybody else. No, I know. I was, I, I, I hear you. I mean, obviously that's like the one thing we can't control, right? Is ourselves jokes aside about. Yeah. No, no. I mean, oh, oh God, it would be so fucking amazing. It would. <laughs> Just for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Like even like two hours and first thing Monday morning at work, like if somebody could just, so I could sleep in, that would be great. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But doesn't work that way, does it? No. And the best we can do for ourselves, I think, is, is to recognize the things that build us up and the things that break us down and to let go of those things that, that don't serve us well. Yeah. And sometimes, see, that's the hardest thing to do of all is to let yeah. go of something that is familiar but not good for you. It's so true. So true. But, uh, you know, that's that's where you got to do that self-evaluation and like what is holding me down, what's holding me back, you know, what is preventing me from persevering and getting over these challenges, these stressors, these obstacles, really assess those things. Or who? Who is, or who? Who is, who is holding you back? Um, I always, my, my, one of my favorite phrases is, Hey, less is more. Sometimes don't need a huge circle of people right in your life. You you just don't. So put your energy into the ones that are, are your people that are going to be there for you and support you and lift you up. You know, there's a a psychological model called the ABCX model Mm -hmm. um, on family stress and coping. And the model speaks to three things that the a the b the c a is the things that uh, stress us out the stressful events b and c are the the internal resources that you have you know your characteristics uh, personality traits your skills and abilities that you Mm -hmm. have yourself to you know successfully deal with the stresses c is the external resources and, and and those are the people you know who you surround yourself with, and and the quality and the caliber of of those external resources and those support structures like directly relates to how well you deal with that stressful event. Yeah. And 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 here's where we talk about resilience. You know, being a resilience coach is you know how you develop resilience is is twofold. You you do it by maximizing your internal resources your ability to see the possibilities out there, your recognition of yourself as a whole person, your problem-solving abilities, and the, the you know ability to break down stressful events into individual parts that you can deal with, all of those things. And, and if anybody listening wants to you know, get a full picture of what those internal resources are, I mean, you can check out the Catalyst course on resiliability.com that takes you through those those internal resources. Yeah. The external resources, those are the people that you surround yourself with. Uh, you know, so the quality and the caliber of the people that you surround yourself with and and how they interact with you. Is it positive? Is it not judgmental? Is it, you know, validating? Is it supportive? You know, th- those are the resources that are going to help you develop your resilience, your ability to adapt to you know change and, and yeah. life circumstances and stressful events so i mean i don't think people should underestimate the power of support and and the power of external resources but you also can't discount your your personal role in it you have Absolutely. to build up your, your personal store of skills and abilities and capacity 
Yeah. And, and find something that's meaningful to you. Find your fire, chase it, uh, and Absolutely. then let the people around you stoke the fire, fan the flames to keep you going through those hard yards. Yeah, because they're always going to be there, right? There's always going to be struggles. There's always going to be things like there, always, right? I mean, the, like I said, the world is like fucking on fire, right? We're always going to have challenges, some bigger challenges, some smaller challenges in our life. And uh, yeah, you can't do it alone, right? You, you do need support. You do need people around you that will lift you up. But uh, at the same time, you know, only you can put in the work. Only you can push past and move through. And uh, yeah, I mean, we got this. Yeah, get it done. We can do hard things. We can do hard things. You just you need to surround yourself, you know, with the people that believe in you, that support you. Find your tribe. Find your tribe and fucking kill it, crush it, smash your goals, all of the things. All the good things. Not killing your tribe, just you know, killing your. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, I was just like. I realize like it's not like I said I'm you know kill your tribe. Don't kill your tribe. You need the tribe. Uh, <laughs> kill uh kill the negativity, kill the kill the struggles, um, the worries, the woes, those things. Not your tribe. Look for the positive. Yeah. You have to actively look for the positive. The negative is everywhere. Mm-hmm. The it positive is really- yeah, the positive is something that you really need to, you know, dig deep and search for. Mm-hmm. 100%. Sometimes, sometimes even within yourself, you have to dig deep and search for it. Yeah, find a good within yourself. You know, uh, that's a big one too. A lot of times, people just can't find any good in themselves. Whatever it might be, and like, come on, there's uh, you're you're a human being. There's good in you. There is something good within yourself. Find that. Feed off of that. That makes you you. Yeah. You know, one of the, the sayings that we use in resiliability is the future needs you. You're here. Yeah. You're here for a reason. Uh, if you were meant to be here, you wouldn't be. The future needs you. You are enough. Uh, and I, I I think more people could stand to be reminded of that. 1,000%. All right. See, anything else you want to share? Not that I can think of. This is a good topic. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I've, I've said a lot today but yeah find that fire chase it future needs you you can do hard things you can do all the things you can do all the things all the things we believe in you we'll be your team your fans your supporter we got your back biggest cheerleaders biggest cheerleaders just gotta find that fire and focus your energy in that that's my message to our lovely audience and it's a good message to share thanks see right all right all right Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time. Practice makes progress and progress is perfection.